Hi, everybody. Welcome to The Pursuit. I'm Ben Spangler, your host. I'm excited to be helping you today. As you know, we're all about helping you with the best body, mind, spirit, and life. And today, I'm so excited for my guest, Omar Perryu. As I've been getting to know Omar, I mean, he has done a lot of things in his life, a very, very successful person. And, you know, one of the things that I like is he was asking himself questions at a young age, which I'd love to talk about, Omar. But, you know, how do you make millions of dollars? How do you actually become wealthy? And I know many people have thought those questions, but he certainly wasn't the one that stopped at those questions. He was seeking, seeking, found the answers. Uh, from why, what I understand, by the time you were 31, a multimillionaire owned multiple businesses. Uh, listen to this, everybody. Author of 24 best-selling books. He has Omar Perio International, a leading wealth training company, has trained over 5 million people worldwide. Uh, we were just talking before, but uh, not only shared stages with many names that you'd be familiar with, but actually helped coach and train many of these people as well, too, and referred to as the master motivational teacher. And I got to say, Omar, I'm so excited to have you today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And I'm really excited to be here. I, I would love for people to know a bit of your story, right? I know I shared real brief, but can we start with that? Yeah, I'll go real. I'll do the Reader's Digest. I was born in Cuba, Camoy, yeah. Cuba, and my father felt communism would cripple the Cuban economy. So we escaped. My mother with the children first. My father came later. There's a place called a Freedom Tower over here called now. It's now called Bayside. And um, they were sending families around the country. We were sent to Joliet, Illinois, Chicago area. Listen to this. No money, no credit, no family, no friends. We don't speak English. We've never felt cold air. So we land in a big <laughs> blizzard. They, the, they have coats for us. Uh, one of the uh, uh, people was uh, was kind enough to donate an apartment for three months. Wow. And so uh, my mom and dad have got jobs immediately. My father, a mechanic. My mother is a maid. And uh, we were the only Hispanic family in Georgia, Illinois. I got lucky. I met a few good kids that taught me English, but a lot of people didn't want us there. So it was tough, hmm. but I'll make a long story short. So I went to, to high school. I did really well in sports. Hmm. So I, I held the AU record for bench press, 400 pounds for my weight class. Wow. 181 pound class. I made the Olympic trials for the hundred yard dash. That's what it was then. Mm -hmm. Right. And then um, I also inherited my mother's voice. So I got a scholarship for all three, believe it or not. And I'm doing great in college. And my father, not speaking English, had accumulated three gas stations and auto parts, a block with the real estate and his own home. But he said, if he would have had me, he would have never lost everything three times. So hmm. the first time was not his fault. That was Castro. But the other two, a lot of people are able to accumulate things but not keep them. So I made it a pact that I would help individuals, leaders, entrepreneurs, speakers, coaches, mentors to help them to make the money and keep the money. So I've created all these libraries. As you said, 24 best-selling books. I now have 26. Two went out since I talked Okay, nice. Oh, <laughs> and I have 26 best-selling books. And um, they're doing great. And Audible, Teachable, Udemy, iTunes, Ucore, CD Baby, you name it, I'm on it. But mm -hmm. I do this because you know I really love helping others. And I got lucky because you need mentorship. Mm. Mentor gets you there faster. Mentor uh, avoids, you know, quicksand, pitfalls, you know, uh, things that obstacles, all these different things. I got lucky. I met a man named Tom Murphy. 
mm-hmm. who man who uh, was the owner of the clubs that I worked at. I was in a health club business. Okay. And because um, I had to get a job, I went out to California to be to be founded as a singer. And on the way out, I lost my U-Haul in the snow. So when I got to LA, they took my deposit. All I had was cash. Yeah. So I'm like, we got to get a job. So I look up, it says $51 a week studio apartment. So I got that, I had that much money. And I got a job as a personal trainer, training like Tom Selleck, Gregory Harrison, Abdul Jabbar, Magic wow. Johnson, Jerry West, a lot of celebrities. But salespeople were making a lot more money than the trainers. So I went into sales and I didn't do well. And I was, you know, praying a lot. And I'm praying, I pray a lot. And this man pulls up in a black 6.9 Mercedes and my mechanic's son. I love cars. He gets out. I thought to myself, wow, if I could be like that guy and get close to him. He walks in. He's got this big medallion. all diamonds with a big eagle. It says mm. Champions Unlimited. And I thought, man. So I go, who is that? To the other owner he says, that's our investor. And I says, what's he doing? He's in self-development. Well, he managed speakers. Hmm. He managed Tom Hopkins, Dennis Waitley, Danielle Kennedy, Jay Abraham, Dr. Maxwell Maltz, just to name a few. Elijah, Best friends yeah. with Jim Rohn, Bob Proctor, Brian Tracy, Zig Ziglar. I mean, I used to see Tony Robbins walk in. He worked for Jim Rohn selling tickets. Right. And right. because of that, Tony's brought me to 10 events. I've done 10 of his results events. And uh, Success Resources hired me for a couple of his masterminds. So as I told you, I've been fortunate to work with Think and Grow Rich Foundation. I've done 12 cities for them and mm. their first mastermind. So, you know, I got lucky and this man was really kind and co- wanted me to be somebody. And he was, he said, you're coachable and being coachable is very important. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's one of the things I say to him. Why me? He says, you're the most coachable guy I ever met in my life. So he made me a multimillionaire, like you said, by the age of 31. What, and uh, enough, you know, that's it. Why do you think that is? Why do you think you're so coachable or you're, I, I wanted to learn. I was always eager. And I think a lot of it came from uh, music. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, you have to be a, lear- a, a coachable to learn music, mm-hmm. sports. You have to be coachable to be great at sports. Mm-hmm. And um, business is the same way. And I always tell people, if you adapt what you learn in art, dance, music, theater, or sports, and you take those disciplines that you learn and adapt them to success, wealth, sales, influence, mm-hmm. you will be successful. But most people, you know, once they lose that coach, they lose mm-hmm. that mojo, that motivation. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, when in those kind of industries, you have a teacher, a coach, a mentor, and they guide you. But when right. you go on your own, you yeah. got to be, a, you know, you got to be a self-starter. And that's why I really believe in coaching and mentoring. I mean, anyone that's successful that you have ever met in your life has had multiple coaches and mentors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What would be that first mentor you had? What were some of the best lessons you learned from him? First of all, he was uh, humble. Mm. And I learned to be humble. And uh, second of all, he had a great work discipline. He had a great Mm. work discipline. He was a self-starter and he didn't sugarcoat anything. Mm. So, I mean, I'll never forget. I have a book called The One Minute Meeting that's done amazingly well. Yeah, And it took me... Like that book was, I, it took me a year and a half to write that book because the publisher kept saying, you know, it's got to be right. It's got to be this. So 
I called Mr. Murphy. I sent him the manuscript because I always did. I sent him because he he wrote a lot of materials for the speakers. I don't know if you know that. No, I did not. And, uh, yeah, he would write their books and then they would really them and you know he had editors and all that and ghostwriters. Yeah. And um, so he he says to me, "Okay, you got the book? One minute meeting in front of you." I said, "Yeah." He says, "Okay, uh, let me ask you a question. I haven't been to your new office. I said, "I know it's really nice. You got to come. I got like twelve people working here." He says, "Okay." Pick up the book. I said, "Do you have a garbage can, a garbage pail next to you around?" I said, "Yeah, it's to my left." He said, "Okay, turn to the left and drop the book in there and start all over again." Wow! <laughs> so he he did not mess around, and yeah. you need that. You need yeah. someone that, that's kind but honest and direct with you. Because mm -hmm. if that book would have gone out the way it was, it would have done as well as it did. So mm -hmm. I totally rewrote the book with my writers, and mm -hmm. I sent it to Murphy. He goes, "Now let me tweak it." He tweaked it up. And that was it. Just like Zig Ziglar, uh, his daughter, who wrote his books, mm. uh, edited and uh, edited and rewrote my book from management to leadership mm. because he said if my name's gonna, yeah, he wrote only four forwards in his life, mm -hmm. and mine was the fourth before he passed. Wow. And he said if I'm gonna put my name on there, I'm a man of character and integrity. By the way, he was uh, one of the most amazing human beings I've ever met, mm. and. Uh, integrity and character he said if i'm going to put my name on it i want my daughter to go through the whole thing and edit it and see if there's anything that i don't agree with so they called me back and he says if you want to be want me to do your forward i said are you kidding i'd be honored yeah he said well if you want me to do your forward and i'll get john maxwell do some stuff for you i said yeah please because he says uh i have to delete 20 pages and rewrite them i go what he says yeah so I said, okay, uh, we're in a deadline here. <laughs> so he, said, uh, <laughs> yeah. he says, my my daughter will rewrite it, and I'll I'll read it and make sure it's right, and I'll go. I'll say yes. So she rewrote twenty two pages, edited the whole book, and when I went to pay him, I go, can I? I need to pay your daughter and you for this. He says, no. This is for you because I've been with you for ten years on the road. We were on the biggest seminars. Get motivated in the world. Mm -hmm. Uh, they're called Get Motivated, the biggest seminars in the world. And we did that since 1996. Wow. Zig and Tom Hopkins got me on it. Wow. And um, anyway, so like the reason I tell you that is because I think you really got to be coachable, got to be humble, mm -hmm. and you got to be eager and ready to learn, hmm. right? You got to be really sincere about what you want. You know, sincerity is very important and keeping things simple and keeping things close to your heart. Mm. I love that. That's so good. Can we talk a bit about, um, there's two parts to this, because as you mentioned, some people make it, but then they don't keep it. I know a lot of people listening, they're they're wanting to make it though. They're wanting to, to make money. And so when you talk about that, I mean, that's one of the things you teach people is how to get wealthy, how to get rich. And right. obviously we can't go into all the details today, but what are, what are a few key concepts that you want to share with people? If that's them today, where do you start? The first thing is to have a day of change. My day of change was the day I met Mr. Murphy. So you need a day of change. The second is you really identify your purpose. Identify your purpose. Jim Rohn used to sit with me in Murphy's house and he'd say, son, because I, I wanted to sing still. I still want to sing. And I'll, that's another story. Mm -hmm. And um, and he said, son, if the promise is clear, the price is well that's worth better. it. Right. Remember Jim Rohn? Yeah. And he says, that's what you want to do. So he had me, uh, him and Mr. Murphy, maybe do clear paths for uh, speaking, mm -hmm. singing, and business. 
right? Mm -hmm. So it was three, three things. So what I can share with everyone is I use an acronym called, uh, I have a book called, I'm not selling books, but mm -hmm. I'm so, there's an acronym in my book called Get Real, Get Rich. Okay. And the real is an acronym. So what I want everyone to think about is the R is recurring income. You mm -hmm. need to find things that you do once mm -hmm. and you get paid again and again and again. Like mm -hmm. memberships, Iron Health Clubs. Mm -hmm. Memberships are recurring income every month, right? Mm -hmm. uh, direct sales. Mm -hmm. If you're a speaker, you should all have some kind of online courses right. that have recurring income, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you need recurring rentals. I rent, yeah. I own real estate, rental yeah. properties, right? So yeah. there's many ways to do recurring income. The next thing is the E, which is equity. Build equity and get equity in companies. Mm -hmm. So you want to get that. That's very important. The A is appreciation. Let things grow. Mm -hmm. Most people, they, you know, it's good to leverage in the beginning, but you got to let things grow. And then the L is leverage. And here's where it comes together. Leverage other people's time, mm -hmm. other people's contacts, mm -hmm. and other people's money. And if you do that get real, get rich formula and have a day of change and find your purpose. And what I want everyone to think about, if you really want to be successful, if you want to be successful in anything you want to do, you have to make it your personal mission that you're mm. going to be successful. And you have to be obsessed with what you want. Mm. If you're not obsessed about it, you're not going to accomplish it. Mm -hmm. So, Focus obsessively on what you want. As Tony Robbins says, what you focus on expands, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you want to focus on what you want, not what you don't want. Because if you focus on what you don't want, you're going to get that. So totally. focus on what you want. And by the way, I've wanted to have a perfect day in my life of no negativity. I've never had one. <laughs> yeah, you know? that's encouraging. Yeah, <laughs> We're bombarded by negativity. Right. So they've done research. Uh, I wrote a, a program called Get, uh, Get Fired Up. And they said that you get 1,500 impressions, negative impressions a day on average. Wow. Wow. So how do you stay positive? Well, that's sure. why you have to learn what we're doing. You have to yeah. listen to people like yourself and myself and go to... Uh, events and podcasts and yeah. you know the things you need to do to stay motivated like yeah. i listen to other speakers still three yeah. or four times a week i'll right. put on i like the old timers so i, I listen to earl nightingale sure, yeah. yeah. bob proctor of course yeah. jim brown take charge of your life yeah. uh, how to have your best year ever um you know i love you know i love Rowan stuff a lot i love bob proctor Brian Tracy's amazing psychology of success. Yes. Uh, of course, Tony Robbins, unlimited power. Mm -hmm. You know, you've got all these water, Les Brown, you got to be hungry. Like I work with him a lot. In fact, mm -hmm. I just worked with him two weeks ago. Wow. And he and I, I did his got to be hungry tour. So mm -hmm. you got to like find other people that you can hear the same message, but it sounds from a different voice. Yeah. I, I right? think. I think what you said there is so important because a lot in personal development, I mean, a lot of the teachings are very similar. But like you said, hearing a different voice and really finding the people that you resonate with and connect with. Right? Yes. And, yeah. you know, I always tell people, whether it's a book or an audio or a video, you, if you pick up one thing yeah. from that, you won. Yes. So I love it when I get a new book and I'm a paper guy still. So me, me too. I'll take the book and I got a highlighter yep. and I'll hold that highlighter and yep. then I'll look and I'll read and then I'll sort of go, there it is. And I'll highlight yeah. it. That yeah. was the one thing I wanted. 
And yeah. I picked another thing up or I, I heard something in a different way that I wanted to uh, resonate to. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's interesting you say that virtually all the very successful people I know in my life are the same. They'll read old school book, highlight, and that's that's how they do it. And uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love it. There's something about it for sure. Um, you know, I was thinking too, we're just that idea of how at this stage of your life, as successful as you've been, and you're still inspiring yourself, you're still getting yourself motivated and how we're bombarded with negativity. And it, it, I think it was Zig that said, you know, people say, well, motivation doesn't last, but near does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. Right. And, uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. He was, a, he was the funniest guy in the world. Oh, I man. loved him. I used to have dinner with him every night. And then we'd do a walk. We'd walk cause he couldn't run anymore. He was a big runner. Okay. He got older. He couldn't run anymore. So he started walking. So we do a walk one hour walk every night after dinner. Wow. And I did 50 cities a year with him. Wow. So we had a blast. He was amazing. He, he had to say on stage, and I'd be like, I'd get, I'd get fired up. He'd watch me speak. He'd come and he'd say the same thing that he'd say. He'd say he says, Omar, you're so fired up. You'd go after Moby Dick with tartar sauce. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I got a question for you about this because I know, uh, you know, with the last few years, there's a lot of people that have been feeling stuck. And uh, I mean, you and I both know there's no such thing as being stuck, but there's certainly a thing as feeling stuck. So I'm curious your perspective. What would you say to someone that maybe, you know, their business hasn't gone the way they wanted to, they're not where they want to be, they're feeling stuck. How do they start to get out of that? Okay. So first thing I would recommend is to think about the six inches between your ears. Mm. Okay. The mind is the steering wheel of the body. So make sure that you're working on your self-image self-esteem because that equals confidence mm. and confidence you need a certain degree to succeed right mm -hmm. and because the let's face it the only time you've ever stopped working towards your goals is when you become immobilized and you lose mm. your confidence so mm. work on self-mastery the second thing make sure you got the right vehicle you know a lot of people uh they ride the wrong horse too long like mm. i'll give you a couple examples i had the honor of training a company many years ago for maybe 18 years ago, called Air Touch Paging out of okay. Texas. Okay. And he brought me in every month and I did a sales and influence boot camp every month for mm -hmm. his people. Mm -hmm. He sold out in 2003. How many people do you know have a pager now? Yeah. But he sold out for hundreds of millions of dollars. He was the biggest pager company in the world. Wow. And now he has a restaurant and he's a chef and he loves it. Right. Cool. Another gentleman that I became very close to, is Joe Walsh, CEO of Yellow Book USA. Okay. When I met Joe, he took me to his home up in New York. He says, I said, this is amazing, this home. He says, oh, no, I, I want more. He says, I only have a, I have a million threes put away. My goal is to have $10 million. Mm -hmm. I said, well, how are you going to do it? He said, well, I'm going to hire you and give you a little piece of the company. Mm -hmm. And you're, we're going to yellow book the whole country. We're going to yellow book 48 states out of 50. Mm -hmm. Well, he did 50. And it took us a few years. And what he did is he went and bought every mom and pop yellow pages in every town. Mm -hmm. And he would give them a decent deal, buy them out. And then he would sell the yellow pages for 50% off of the uh, book, the, the phone companies. Mm. And he became a billionaire. Now, if wow. he, he sold it, as you, you probably saw, he used to uh, sponsor bowls. So like in Atlanta, a yellow book USA would sponsor bowls. He sure. sold it in 2007. What if he would have kept the hold on to that? He would have made a few billion dollars. No, yeah. he got rid of it. So uh, so the first thing I tell you is, number one, self-mastery. Number two, find the right vehicle. Mm -hmm. 
right? Number three, make sure you love it. Because mm. if you don't love it, you know, I'm on the board of governors at Wayne Huizinga School of Entrepreneurs here at Nova, Southeastern mm. University. Mm -hmm. And Wayne used to always say to me, tell people I loved everything I did. You know, he owned Blockbuster, he owned AutoNation, he owned mm. Waste Management for the United States. Mm. Um, so he said, if you find something you love, it's not work. And he says, to be successful, Omar, you have to find something that you will do and it doesn't feel like you're putting a lot of effort because right. you're putting effort in it, but yeah. you love it so much that you see the vision and, and the end picture, right? Yeah. And um, number three, you got to get off your rusty dusty. <laughs> too, many, too many people have been yeah. sitting on their butts too much. You know, right. that pandemic really messed us up. Uh, mm -hmm. One of the things I'm doing right now is I'm on tour for banks and they're having me train their people to go out and talk to their customers because hmm. they're so used to emails and texts. Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So they're I'm doing a training all around the country for companies to teach them how to get out and talk to people. Uh, you know, too many entrepreneurs want to be entrepreneurs, but they they've got this disease. It's called ascites. <laughs> they've been sitting on those things so yeah, long. For long. sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's crazy. That's that's awesome. Um, I. <laughs> I think what you just shared too, I think is important. I want to hear your perspective on it. When you talk about finding something that you love, that, you know, it feels effortless. Doesn't mean you're not putting effort in, but it feels effortless. I'm curious, is do you believe there's a distinction? Do, do you think that means you love every minute of it or it's the bulk of it that you love? I just want to hear your perspective on that. Yeah, you. there's, there's no perfect picture. There's no perfect goal. There's no perfect mission. Right. Every mission, you got to stay, and this is very important, everybody listen, stay strong, but flexible, mm. right? Stay true to your message, but be flexible enough to make the adjustments you need to get to the end goal. Mm. And most people don't do that. It never goes the way it goes, it's supposed to go. Right. And and people, they get, that's where they stop, right? Yeah. It was the old saying, you never know how close you are to when, when you stop. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. People say that. Right. So yeah. you got to learn to burn the bridges, burn the bridges and go and be strong, flexible. And the way you do that is by mastering and conditioning success patterns. Mm. So you have to learn success patterns that successful men and women have mastered. So mm. you, once you have those daily rituals and daily daily habits, like, you know, People like Stephen Covey wrote that great book, Seven Habits of Seven Highly Effective People. Yeah. And, um, you know, if you do those habits or Bob Proctor, Born yeah. Rich, right? right. Uh, those kind of things. And if you you do those disciplines, I'll never forget what I met Brian Tracy. I was 19 and a half, okay. a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. He said to me, son, your goal is to become better. And he's slapping his hands. I'm in the side talking to Mr. Murphy. Your goal is to become better every day, become better every day, become better every day. I don't care what you do, become better every day. Everything you do, you become better every day. You know, yeah. take, and he just kept pounding it on me every time I'd see him. Are you becoming better every day? Yes, I am, sir. Okay, become better every day. <laughs> I'll call me son. It's so hilarious. Yeah. So son, son. So, uh, you know, the thing is to listen to the, the mentors yeah. and pick up those nuggets yeah. And make them a part of your life because right. you will never going to find something that's you love all day long and you love it all the time because yeah. stuff happens. And if stuff happens, you get right. a little derailed. But the yeah. key is, as Les Brown says, got to have comeback power, right? Right. Got to be hungry. Yeah. So if you're hungry, you're going to come back and get back on shape because yeah. most when you get knocked down, it's what you do when you get knocked down. That's the key. Mm. 
right? I, I love that. Thank you for sharing that. I think that's so important is, um, you know, people when they're, when they're in the struggle of building their dream and they kind of feel like, do I just give up on it? Turn around, but you're not going to love every minute of it. Um, what, what would you say? I, it might be hard to narrow down to one, but when you talk about mastering success patterns, if you could, I know there's multiple, but if you could pick the one or two that made the biggest impact in your life, which ones would you choose? I'll give you a few. Okay. Number one, goal setting. I've learned to teach people think they know how to go set goals, but I teach and I, I learn premeditated success. Hmm. So premeditated success is when you set the goal, you have it mind accomplished already. Hmm. Right. So now you already own it. So I get to enjoy the goal three times when I lay it down, hmm. when I set it to go get it. And as I work towards it, and this is a very important, you must enjoy the journey. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be fun all the time, but if you learn to enjoy the journey, success will help you become more successful. So mm. that's really important. Number mm. two, everyone, please master communication and influence. Mm. You know, I became the top producer in health and fitness. I became the top producer in speaking. I'm in the top five in the world for platform sales. Mm. If you want to be a coach, mentor, speaker, or get out there, if you don't know how to sell from the platform or on a Zoom or podcast, mm-hmm. you are not going to get hired as much as you should. Sure, mm-hmm. you got a great speech, but you're not making the promoter or the yeah. joint venture partner money. And right. people hire people to make money. That's why I'm totally booked. I'm turning business away, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, you got to manage your time and territory. So what I tell everyone, wake up. You got every any entrepreneur that wakes up without a plan is unemployed. Hmm. So I want you to, every night before you go to sleep, you write down the 10 most important things you must do the next day, mm. prioritize them, and then identify them, and then block your times and activities. And when you wake up, it's right there waiting for you, mm. right? So I really encourage that. And, uh, you know, like I said, those are really important. Yeah. And work on your foundation, because once you get busy, like I got, you know, look, I had over 100 health clubs. You got to have systems. Wow. You got to have systems. Yeah. You start doing 80 cities a year. I did 160 seminars a year. Wow. You better have systems in place. Right. Because you, you, you're you going to need it. And yeah. I had a small staff. I did that with, you know, eight people, 160 yeah. seminars, right? And, and I was booked most of them. And then we did two of our own every year, every month. I mean, every month. Mm. So you better have systems, foundation, and structure. So I hope that helps everybody. It definitely does. And uh, there's a lot to unpack in that. And even just, you know, when you talk about even that idea of the 10 things the night before, how success really is, it's in those simple disciplines that, you know, anybody can do that. Anybody can make that list the night before. Most don't, but anybody can. Yeah, Jim uh, Rohn used to say to me since I met him, I was also 19 and a half. And uh, he would say to me, Son, the, the easy things are also the easy things not to do. Right. He says, uh, he says in my speech, I tell everyone, if an apple a day really does work, why wouldn't you eat one, right? right. Yeah. So he says, <laughs> the simple things are easy to do, but also easy not to do. And yeah. what happens is one discipline leads to another. It's that old domino effect. Totally it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Omar, this has been amazing. I want to go on for days, uh, but I know we're not going to do that today. I, I am curious. I have a question for you. You know, you've achieved more success than most people do in their lifetimes. What keeps driving you? Why Why do you still keep doing what you're doing? And yeah. 
you know, I got to tell you, for me, it's I, I had so many wonderful men and women invest their life into my life mm. that I would feel like I was holding back if I didn't share it with you and your team and uh, your audience and all as many people as I can. So that's my goal. Mm. I love it. Amazing. Make an impact. Um, let's let everybody know where they can find more of you connecting with you, learning more about what you're up to. Where's the best spots for that? Uh, they can go to my website, omarperiu.com, O-M-A-R-P-E-R-I-U.com, or okay. just email my, me or my team at mm-hmm. info at omarperiu at gmail.com. Amazing. Incredible. Yeah. Everybody, I know you love this episode today. You're probably going rewind and listening to it again right now. Um, hey, do us a favor. Make sure you share this. Get this out to more people. Let's get Omar's message to more people. I think it's needed more than ever. If you're new to the show, click subscribe, leave a quick review. Thanks for tuning in as always. And Omar, hey, thank you so much. This has been truly incredible. I appreciate your time.